0: Welcome to the Off The Clock Show. I'm joined today with Marty Hill from HyperClean and Pikes and Polishing Podcast. And I always forget to do this, but you always did such a great job. How can they find you, Marty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's at one HyperCle-
1: thing I- <laughs> yeah, no worries. Thanks. Uh, at HyperClean store on most uh, most platforms, best way to awesome. go. That, as you have a Facebook group, we also do too. Uh, HyperClean specialist, or she was in text direct 918-800-1188.
0: Yeah. It thanks. Good stuff. No problem. Yeah. It was the one thing I was like, there's some key ingredient missing here. And, that, <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, good stuff. And I, I, myself, of course, Sean from Orbis X, you can find me orbisex.com OrbisX.com or just Google the best and only CRM you need for your business. And we will pop up. <laughs> so that, that probably wouldn't happen depending on your jurisdiction, but it will soon. <laughs> so what are we drinking today there, Marty? All
1: right, man. So this weekend, the girlfriend went out on a little bit of a, oh, a venture and okay. she got, a pack of Trulys that is uh, their strawberry. margarita. Well, so they're they're mimicking margaritas with these, ah. and this is a strawberry hibiscus margarita. Nice. And as as truly style, right? I mean, it's it's good, it's clean, like yeah. But it just needs a little extra. So I I've yeah. wanted to throw in a little bit of of uh, tequila, right? Because it's margarita. Yeah. I don't have tequila, but I had some of these up here, and I was like, you know what? I bet you the captain will do just fine. Yeah, we'll make a little the captain, captain truth <laughs> Right on. Yeah. Uh that's better than the water I tried. That's better than the water, <laughs> but but that's still it's still not right. But still though. Not, gotta, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: No, with a margarita, yeah, you need some tequila. Yeah. You
1: taste strawberry and rum, and I know those sound pretty good, but they just don't really. They're good individually, know,
0: but I don't know about the mix. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> so I'm joining you on that train with some rum, but no strawberry. That's the <laughs> So question though, maybe a,
1: stra- maybe a strawberry daiquiri. Mm. You could definitely do that. that. You could definitely yeah. do a strawberry daiquiri. We think that, yeah, these would be actually, these would be perfect if you, uh, you just threw them in some blender, put a little bit of okay, ice yeah. and then whatever yeah. alcohol you wanted. And
0: yeah, they would just make just a really great
1: margarita. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now is it bubbly at all? It carbonated or no?
1: Oh yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah That's truly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I figured they would, but uh, sometimes, like a depending on the mixture of a drink, when you add the bubbles,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's just a harsh flavor. I don't know. That didn't. That did quite work. Yeah, that's. I keep plus. playing with these fun experiments on this <laughs> this podcast. That's what I'll do. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's off the clock,
1: man. So yeah, we're off the clock. We're just figuring things out.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so how was your weekend, though,
1: man? We uh, we chilled. We got uh, nice. Chill is
0: good. We got a
1: pretty rough week about to start tomorrow you know 80 90 chance strong because we're at you know high 24 oh, just, wow. you know so for here that's massive you know like
0: yeah, yeah, you yeah, guys yeah.
1: it's like yeah it's another day in paradise but but yeah, for yeah. us it's a big deal so we we're hunkering down uh yeah. you know this weekend we didn't really do much at all we literally just <laughs> we just uh, you know batteries. enjoyed our time together <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Netflix and chill, but without the Netflix. <laughs>
1: Definitely. <laughs> but, uh, Definitely. Yeah,
0: no, right on, man. Yeah. Us, it was pretty quiet too. We had the uh, 40 weekend notes. Uh, Monday yesterday was um, what they call family day in Canada. They kind of, I don't know if it's Canada or if it's just Ontario, but I think it's Canada. They, they force you to take a day off. basically. And say like, no, spend some time with family and so on and so forth and then recharge things. Uh, to be honest, I think the big reason they do it is because most people, they go through Christmas, they go through January, and then their credit card bills hit in February. So we used to have the highest suicide rates in February. And so I think they were like, you know, fuck it, we need a holiday. <laughs> Forced. And then, uh, so family day happens. And then, because uh, you got to think, like, people are hit with a lot of stuff. You know, they they have Valentine's Day. And then right after that, it's like, okay, family day. Like, look, motherfucker, if you made it this far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take a day.
1: I don't. I right. don't. Did- did we talk about Valentine's Day last time? I Yeah, don't remember. we touched on it a little
0: bit. Yeah, That was a, brutal. That was yeah. brutal.
1: I didn't do so well on Valentine's you, you, Day. You had massive
0: plans, right? You you hired one of those people at Right in the Sky. No, no, no. I room. didn't do so well. Good. <laughs> right. I, let's
1: skip over Valentine's Day. Let's again. skip over. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I was the guy year. in the store the next day having to make up for Valentine's that Oh, was shit. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not fun. Not Everyone fun. Everyone
0: always forgets that holiday, though, February 15th. You know? <laughs> makeup day <laughs> see it's a thing
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Man, that's awesome though yeah so so it was good we we spent some downtime which is good good for me because uh usually my work schedule well, I, typical entrepreneur around the clock um so it was nice I, I literally like turned my phone on uh usually it's on silent but i put it on dnd as well so it was just like do not even disturb i didn't get any messages nothing it was it was nice 24 hours of just complete silence um so i you know played barbies with my one of my daughters that was that was
1: oh yeah what'd you play
0: yeah, we, uh, she has these like Barbie campers, the dream house, like everything a little plain. Uh, what I learned from that experience, though, she told me that I'm horrible to play Barbies with. Uh, because I didn't know where things go, and I'm like putting stuff in the wrong places and things, and you know, like she had shopping baskets, I was throwing them in the back of this little jeep. She had. She's like, no, no, they don't go there. We have to build the supermarket first. Like, well, I didn't understand the rules when we sat down. <laughs> but so yeah, there it are fun,
1: technicalities though. to it.
0: There are, yeah. But I mean, you know, being a girl dad, when when your daughter asks you, you know, let's have a tea party, you you ask yeah. her what she wants in her tea. <laughs> That's,
1: yeah, that's why I got my kids started playing video games as quickly as possible.
0: Ah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so we played Fort. Yeah, we we were on Fortnite when it first came out. We uh, we 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 messed around on social quite, but they were on um, okay Music Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That later that became something. But it, TikTok. That's what. Oh, okay. I knew it became something, yeah. but. It, but we were on that those. early. We spent a lot of time working yeah. on that for, you know, we spent a lot of, and we've played a lot of video games. This is now, nice. we yeah. still, I mean, my my daughters play with uh, uh, my my girlfriend's son on a regular no basis. You oh, know, that's
0: amazing though.
1: Yeah, yeah, the other night they were up till 3 a.m. So, you know, we were like, hey, you know, like, Jeez. hey, being In that the, parent, but at the same time, you're like, you know.
0: You know, yeah.
1: Modern parenting. Yeah. And like,
0: and modern parenting, though, is a lot different than, you know, how things were before, right? Like, imagine if you, well, I mean, some people still live on farms, but imagine if you work on a farm, right? <laughs> and your your kids help out with all the farm activities and by like five o'clock, they're exhausted. You know what I mean? Versus like my kids, you know, they, they have them in school during the day. They're just sitting around gym for maybe 30 minutes to an hour. They get home. They're just like wound up full of energy. And that's at the point where like my energy level is starting to go down. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, activities like that help. But I'm fortunate that my daughter, it's not a video game per se, but she's addicted to Duolingo. Um, so my, my daughter, she, she speaks French and English and uh, she's learning Spanish as well. But she, she's technically still learning French because she's in a French school. Um, so she does French on Duolingo, that app. And so I just hear it going, ding 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 every time she gets it right. But she'll play that thing for hours, man. It's it's pretty nice. amazing. Yeah. Nice. And then uh, the downside is she makes fun of me when I try and speak French. So that's the, the downside, you know. <laughs> I, my last name is French, so I should, you know, like my uh, my mother. She speaks French. So I really should, really should. But uh, she wasn't in the cards for me, you know.
1: Yeah, me neither, man. I I've tried. I think there are definitely it's a skill that simple will have of being a linguist. I just yeah. like I've joked with you, man. I took seven years of Spanish. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> You know, well, and I when still... you first told me that, I was thinking like your Spanish teacher must have been really, yeah.
1: Wild. Like, she was... no. now yeah, my no. my Portuguese tutor right now is my live in tutor and she's hot, uh, yeah, yeah. See, beautiful, but it's I good. still don't teach that, I still don't <laughs> learn that very well. Like, yeah. I still don't know what they're saying, like, <laughs> not doing too well, but you yeah, know, yeah. we'll get there eventually one of these days,
0: yeah, one of these days, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you just need to know a few key things and then, yeah, you're good, you know, just to navigate yeah. around, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So, um, okay. So we got some questions today in the group. Uh, cool. So I asked some people before, I said, you know, what kind of stuff you want to know? Uh, got some, got some good answers, good questions. Uh, one of the big ones uh, that someone was wondering is about marketing companies. And so both, both of us, different ends of the spectrum in terms of the detailing industry, uh, we, you know, do marketing in, in various ways. We also have, you know, detailing businesses as well, where we do marketing and it's great for people that can do it themselves or want to invest that time to do it themselves. They may or may not get the greatest results. But the question was, how can you trust a company or how do you interview a company or companies to find a good fit? And what should you look for? What kind of questions to ask? So on and so forth. Uh, so if we could help them on that journey, that would be uh, stellar for some of these guys.
1: I, I agree. Uh... <laughs> I don't know if they'll like my answer. (laughs) How do you interview a marketing company? (laughs) Um, Well, (laughs) you let them do the interview because they're going to try and sell you. So you let them try and sell you and just understand, ask questions and try and figure out if what they're saying will actually plug and play into your business. Yeah, 100%. How are you going to invest five grand into it and not knowing about it? Yeah, therein lies the problem you know marketing companies are going to promise everything every marketing company you'll talk to they're going to get you number one on google
0: yeah yeah exactly guaranteed yeah
1: guaranteed (laughs) six months in six months in a year in two years you'll be there and you go yeah Yeah. "Yeah, but i'm dumping 5k in a month with you and i'm gonna hope to be there in a year yeah for some people that makes sense so you can't, True. you can't say no. Like there's some people mm-hmm. like five grand is no problem because in a year I've only spent what 60 grand, but I'm yeah. making a hundred grand a month off of that. So then Who
0: cares? I'll spend that. So then six who cares grand all the time? Yeah. Yeah. Who
1: cares? But exactly. if you're, a, if you're young in business and young going five grand's a lot, you know, we, 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 we inside our company, we, we question the five grand. You know, mm. is it really is it benefiting? Is it moving the needle? You know, we we just rolled out a new website. Is that really going to in a year generate the millions X of that they promise? I, I don't know. You know, what I mean, it's but true. you have to do it. Yeah. I mean, you you have to market. You have to have help. I talked about this yesterday on, on the Pines of Polishing podcast episode where. Um, you know, not, not this specific, but it was more of how do you sell coatings? How hmm. do you do like, well, there's all different ways you can go out and do it learning. If you're good at sales, right? If, if you're crafted, you have that gift of tongue and, and you know how to talk to people and you can go through bullshitting, you can talk about this, you can handle objections. You can then push somebody for a sale and you can yeah. lean on them to get your sale. If you are that kind of guy and you've got that inside of you.
0: Then go out' see
1: yeah I would say you don't <laughs> you don't need anybody however yeah. if you're not that guy you, that five grand might be I mean you're either gonna need to hire somebody like that 100%. guy or you're gonna need to move it over to a company that will help do that for you there's yeah. no one way like that's why we always say there's no one way like there's a lot of different ways of doing it if you're that guy you don't need the 5k if you don't yeah. have that guy and you can't hire that guy and you're not that guy that's a salesman You need to pay somebody.
0: It's true, yeah. And you know, you brought up a good point because here's here's a good question I always ask people when they're asking me for like consulting advice. I say, "What hand do you write with?" So, Marty, what hand do you write with?
1: Uh, I I mostly write with my right.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: Through my synosis and what I've been doing, I'm actually having to reprogram my my brain to my muscles. So there's times I'm actually writing with my left hand just to make myself get in a different position with my body. Yeah. Learn yeah, yeah. something a little different and it unlocks,
0: yeah. unlocks a different part of your brain. Bingo. too. So, yeah. 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 hundred percent. Okay. And that's, that's absolutely what I do as well. Cause I'm ambidextrous. I do it for different reasons, but, uh, but primarily I'll do one thing with one hand and I choose that as the preference. And so I, I say the same thing to people. I say, okay, so if you realize you're better with one hand to do a certain task, You need to take a look at your business and say, am I really good at selling, for example? And if you are, and you can sell coatings all day. then maybe you're not the person that should be doing the coatings and hire someone to do the coatings. Now, if you're really good at the coatings and can't sell, you shouldn't be doing the selling either. So really, you need to clearly define what your job is. And that's why job titles exist, is find out what you're good at. So that $5,000 would likely for most of these guys be better put towards someone that's going to help with the sales side. But I think they also need to understand that the advertising is different from the sales process. That just gets people into the funnel. We've talked extensively about funnels. Check that out in the Pints of Polishing podcast as well. Um, I'm sure I can dig up some links here and post them afterwards. Uh, but you need to figure out what your skill set is and how you fit into your own funnel uh, for the sales process. And so I think that when it comes to the $5,000, interviewing that person, what you're looking for is them to fill your weaknesses. And ideally, you're not going to play a big role in that part. So let's say you're not good at selling. So find a company that can do the advertising, but that's not the selling part. They're going to bring you the customer, but you still have to close them. So they're still kind of floating in this limbo. Should I buy? Should I not buy? They're just a warm lead at that point. If you're not good at selling, hire someone else for that part of the process too. Because I see it all the time, companies that Jump ship on one marketing company to try another one, then another one, then another one. And they ultimately say, Oh, these marketing companies don't work. And like Well, did they bring you leads? What did you do with the leads? And if they weren't bringing you leads, what kind of process were you playing in there as well, saying, Like, we got to change things up? Because they're going to do ultimately what you tell them to do. If you say, I want you to target coatings, they're going to target coatings. But maybe what you need to do is partner with a guy that does detailing. If you don't do detailing, Bring in people that for details, give him 100% of the business, but you focus on selling them the coding side or something like there's lots of ways to do this. And that's where as Marty was saying, there is no right or wrong way to do this. But taking a look at your whole process, you're going to be able to see how that works. And when it comes to pricing, because that's a big thing, right? Like is a 5k worth it. The best way to determine what that's worth is to go into Google AdWords and figure out what it would be if you did pay per click. See what Google, they're going to guarantee you a number one spot. Google is the only one that can, but you're going to pay them for it. So they're going to say, and they actually don't even guarantee you number one. They'll say it's an auction. You're going to be maybe one, maybe three, maybe six, who knows. But you're paying for that spot. Based on what that cost is, you're going to have a good idea of what that top position is worth. So if someone says, yeah, I'll get your top positions for, you know, like $500 a month. But Google's charging $1,500 a month for those clicks to be in that same spot. How How is this guy able to like undercut Google to get you this, you know, top performing place? And then you have to also factor in, are there already 10 people there? So those 10 people have to go somewhere now. They have to get displaced. So is your site better than theirs? Is it, what's your expectation to get there? How long did it take them to get there? So on and so forth. Uh, take a look at the marketing companies your competitors are using and maybe interview them and get some feedback from them as if you're a client, see what they say. You know, so there's, there's lots of ways to interview those companies, I would say.
1: There is. And you could also, even if, if somebody would like to think of themselves as an entrepreneur, you know, it's, yeah. it's the word that everybody wants to achieve. Yeah. Maybe if you are, and maybe if you have those desires, you won't just do the exact same thing that everybody else is doing. Mm. Maybe you'll go find marketing in different forms, which is what we suggest to detailers at HyperClean. Go create a local network of people around your area. Go be mm. active in Facebook groups that are moms of Tulsa. Like, yeah. you know, car guys in South Carolina. I mean, there, there's millions of Facebook groups that are people in your local area that are online and they're chatting. Sure. Well, sure.
0: If, you're clubs, sales, you yeah, if you're in sales, yeah,
1: if you're in sales, it's the best place for you to be because you just chat with people. Yeah. You don't even have to try and sell them, don't, and don't try and sell them. Just chat with people. Yeah, and It'll get it's people gonna clicking your links. Yeah, it's going to yeah. naturally
0: come up. Like, oh, what's this guy do? They're going to check out your exactly.
1: profile and this and that. Maybe in a month, yeah. right? Yeah. Maybe in two months, right? It doesn't happen next week. You've mm-hmm. got to put time in it, but go do that. We've got we've got people that listen to the Pints of Polishing podcast that then took our advice at Mobile Tech when I've talked about it and different places where hey, you should go create a local podcast for your area, for your town.
0: Talk about um, something that's specific. Yes, to your just
1: go interview shops, go eat at diners, go to bars you like, go wherever you like to go and just talk to people. Yeah, It's amazing that's how many people want to come onto the podcast. You'll get people start lining up. And, you know, the people that have done this, the people that have listened to us and have done it, they're sending back messages like, hey, i recorded 15 podcasts and every 15 podcasts, every podcast I sell. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we'll sell more than one. But they, mm-hmm. they, every single time they record, whether it's the guest or somebody around, they always get a service sold. And it's like, if you can't get to the top of Google and you don't have the 5K, but you're that big word, that entrepreneur guy, mm-hmm. then go create new ways of making sales. Go figure out other ways of doing it.
0: Yeah, because Google wasn't always there, but businesses were there. So how did they do things? You know, so And sometimes going back to the basics is key. And that's where one thing I put in my book, the detailing uh, masterclass, was I had a whole section on marketing and there was only one chapter that touched on online marketing stuff because everything else is, is still very much a viable option. Like, you know, printed flyers, we go to businesses nearby and we set up like, referral programs with them where we say like you know give us a stack of business cards we'll give you a stack and just put it at your counter things like that and it, it's kind of a one-time thing you go there you drop it off and then when they run out of cards you go drop it again uh one thing worked out really well for us was the coffee shop across the street from us unfortunately covid took them out but uh when they were around um uh, we set up with them where we didn't have a waiting room in the beginning oh, and perfect. so yeah, yeah so i was like well let, instead of me you know rushing and spending a bunch of money on a waiting room where we weren't even sure where we wanted it in the unit. I said, let's just pace ourselves. And it's winter most times. So do people want to sit here in a cold waiting room? Or do we want to send them somewhere where they can get, you know, a, a nice hot sandwich or something, you know, so partnered with him. And we, we basically gave, he gave us uh, coffee at cost. And then we had these cards. So we would just pay him once a month for however many cards were redeemed. And we would tell people, like, listen, we don't have a waiting room right now, but go across the street, there's free Wi-Fi, and you get a free coffee on us. And most times, they were buying lunch, so he was happy, because they were paying out of pocket for that. He was giving us the coffee at cost, so for us, it was a lot cheaper than maintaining a waiting room, that's for sure. So, it just, it made a lot more sense for us. Um, so, little things like that. We had a great relationship with him. It's, it's sad that, you know, he's gone now, but uh, that, that was COVID. What can you do? But, um, no, sorry, that was our government. What can Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, shots fired. But uh, but yeah, I think there's there's a lot of alternative ways. People get so focused and entrenched in, I have to be number one in Google. And for the first two years of my, my shop's existence, we were like page eight or something like that. And I've got my own marketing company, but we didn't put our focus there in the beginning because we would have consumed so much of our time and budget, but we wouldn't have had the business coming in. So instead we focused other areas. Now we're on the first page, which is great, but that took some time to get there. So if you're in need of instant results, you've got to do the the pay per click or something like that. And the SEO side, that's kind of a longer term play for you. So I wouldn't focus too much on that right in the beginning. If you need jobs tomorrow, you know, if you need jobs tomorrow, there's other much better ways to get them for sure. Yeah, so yeah, I think uh, interviewing companies can be tough, but you're absolutely right. Uh, Last thing I'll I'll touch on that and we'll jump into another question is that, Hey, Marty's absolutely right. When talking to them, don't focus so much on feeding them the questions or the answers. Just let them give you their pitch, and then say, you know, and be upfront. We're we're interviewing five companies, and we'll we'll let you know once we hear your pitch. Now it's your turn to talk. Go, and then hear their pitch, watch their slide deck. Be very very wary though of people that make guarantees. Uh, Google even has because my marketing agency we're an authorized Google partner, and they have made it very clear in their terms and conditions that to be an authorized Google partner, you cannot make guarantees of top 10 results. It's, it's against their policies. They'll boot you out. Um, And the reason is because nobody can guarantee that they change their algorithms all the time. Google doesn't even want to guarantee that because they're going to get slapped with uh, one of those monopoly lawsuits or whatever it is where they they control the data too much. Um, So just be careful of people that make those outlandish claims that we guarantee 50 leads a month. Like, first off, how good are your leads? You know, do you have two, two shops I could call and just ask them like, Hey, how are things going? They don't have references. Like if you were hiring a guy to do detailing, you're probably going to call his last job or maybe look it up or something like that. Why wouldn't you do the same thing for the marketing agency? You're going to hand over $5,000 to you. you just, you know, do, do a little bit of research. But, uh, that's, that's like two cents in two minutes or less. <laughs> so, so one of our other questions, though, was, um, and this is where I don't have too much expertise because it's mobile detailing, but a, a little bit. I mean, in my opinion, detailing is still detailing whether the car's at our shop or not. Um, someone asked how they can speed up their mobile detailing time. Um, so I'm not sure if the mobile side was a big thing for you, Marty, as well, but... Uh,
1: yeah. It, well, I still serve. I still service customers mobily, you know, okay. people that I, we started, you know, I started my mobile business 2002. We had a gentleman that we just cleaned up uh, a Range Rover and a Mercedes this past weekend. Beautiful. I've had him as a customer since 2003.
0: Amazing. Holy shit. So
1: we still do mobile. Yeah, yeah, even okay. even now, right? Nick, my business Amazing. partner, still runs a massive mobile company. So we're okay. we're very entrenched into as a company, Hyperclean. We're very entrenched into mobile. You know, oh, it's beautiful. How yeah, we, yeah. yeah, it's 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 who, kind of who we are. I and I was actually I was talking to earlier today a guy named Hank who has just started on. He has a a shop as well as a mobile company, and he just signed on uh, uh, at Mobile Tech to be one of our distributors for Hyperclean. No way. And he, congrats. we were talking through. Yeah, yeah. Congrats yeah, to for him both too. Of you. Yeah, I was just about yeah. to say both of you. Yeah, because yeah. you know he's down in the Daytona Beach area, and mm. you know what he's going to do with Slick and and some oh, of man, our you know products. No streaks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect. Well, for the car show people, the car clubs, yeah. all that type of stuff, right? I mean, he's going to he's going to dominate. He's going to yeah. kill it. So, but he was talking about. In his mobile business what he's running into is the struggle of how do you actually which is basically the same thing how do you actually make money at mobile because it's taking mm. so much time
0: yeah with the and, setup and what, travel yep. yeah
1: yep and his big deal was he's just sending a, a guy or two guys out clean a couple cars over here they'll go over here and clean a car they'll drive over here and he's like By the time I pay them and I've got travel and I've got, he's like, I'm not making anything. Yeah. Like I get it, man. He goes, you know, if we get a two, $300 ticket, yeah, we'll make some money. But maintenance for him was just, it's non-existent. He's almost wanting out of it.
0: Yeah. It's almost just keeping the customer for if they need something bigger done or or referral or something. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. And it was like, no, man, that's there's, I said, there's a massive business in mobile detailing on the maintenance side. So your trick and what you're going to need to do is go into places that you don't just clean a car. You don't clean, just clean multiple two cars. Yeah. Yes. In the neighborhood. If you got one place that you're doing, then put a little sign out to go meet like we've talked about, meet mm-hmm. the neighbor that are walking their dog. You know, there's all different ways that you can meet people in a, in a high end neighborhood but your idea is going to be how to speed up and make money at mobile is to have more than one vehicle in an area. It is tough to go travel and do all that for one car. You don't even do so great at two cars, but if you can be in a neighborhood that you're cleaning five or six cars, Oh man, that's a great day. Or I did mobile. I did mobile in, in settings where it was, uh, while you work, we shine, right? Like, (laughs) Okay. We would go into these For office the complexes. Yes. There you go. And we would be there every two weeks. We would send them a notice, you know, two or three days before. Hey, go to our website and sign up. By the way, yeah, this yeah. was 2003, four. Jeez. Yeah. Websites <laughs> and go to our website to sign up. Wasn't the big deal back then. Yeah. So, you know, it was, uh, you know, go to our website and sign up. And I would just print out this big list of everybody, what Beautiful. services they wanted. I would show up and have 10, 12, 15 cars per day that I would go work on. And Beautiful. And boom. Because you know, so so that way you can, can pump be. them all out. I
0: always wonder yeah. that is a lot of people focus first on how do I streamline the actual detail itself? And I always thought when it's mobile, the first thing you have to streamline is the location logistics side of it. Because like at our shop, We don't really have to streamline that because they're coming to us, but our mobile stuff that we do do is like windshields. And so what we started doing is when we were doing our windshields, instead of saying, okay, uh, what time works for you? And they would say like, oh, Tuesday, we started doing it a little differently. And what we would say is we're actually going to be servicing another vehicle in your area on Thursday. does that work for you? And then if they're like, well, no, Tuesday would be better. Well, unfortunately, Tuesday, we're not there, Uh, but we have these days available next week instead. So we would do things like that so that we knew, let's say in the West end of the city, every Thursday we were going to have a mobile guy there. So we would try and, you know, pool those jobs together instead of having him going back and forth and back and forth all over the place. I always figured it would make that's, you know, the the logical way to streamline things initially is cluster your, your jobs. So you decide like you're the business owner, you decide your schedule. You can say, okay, no, I'm going to have, a mobile crew there uh, in this end of the city on, you know, Thursdays and Fridays. So anyone that lives there that calls in, that's when you're booking those people in and then somewhere else you book them, you know, the other days, stuff like that. That's, that's what I would streamline first if it was me. And then I would focus on the actual detail itself from my perspective, not doing mobile detailing. I would assume the, the best thing to do would be streamlining your unit, like the actual, you know, if it's a van or a trailer, whatever it is, I would basically turn that into a shop that doesn't require setup all the time. But I would literally, if I could, cut a hole in the side of it and I would run a hose to my extractor so I don't even have to take the extractor out. That's what I would literally do. And I would put a little flap on it so I can close it, lock it. And then when I need it, open that up, pull the hose out. Like Think of a fire truck. It'll pull out big drums of water and then hook up shit to it. They, they've got water in the truck, and they pull out the hose. That's exactly what I would do. It just seems to make more the most sense. And I would make sure that whatever, like vehicle or trailer, or whatever could accommodate that kind of a setup. So that's yeah. And if
1: if 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 you wanted to actually just take water out of the mix, that's another way to save time. Mm, Not every percent. car that, especially on yeah. a mobile detailing, and and a, and, and if you're going to run a maintenance which is really where I think mobile detailing has its greatest success is as a maintenance service. Mm. If you're going to do that, those cars generally don't have to be power washed and then foamed and then mitted and then dried. And
0: a lot of those times
1: you could just use our eco one and use it either in a rinseless or a waterless type format, but I love it as rinseless. I mean, you, you, you spray down a little pre-spray, come back. We like to use our cookie monster towels, get your, your rinseless bucket and you just go to town. I mean, you, you can have that car done, washed, cleaned, dried, streak-free in 15 to 20 minutes.
0: Beautiful. Whereas actually, generally.
1: Yeah. I you saw could you do less. that actually.
0: You were going away. Uh, geez, was it, it was a long weekend. So you were prepping your Jeep and I, Oh, I think it was yours or our Jeep. You were doing it uh, before some weekend you were going on a road trip or something. And, uh, I actually, that was the first time I saw it in action. And then that's when I uh, I picked up those gallons from you because uh, that stuff, yeah, it, that, that impressed me, you know? I mean, where we live, like, we have water just on demand. Like, it's, it's plentiful, I get you it. know what I mean?
1: But, but it's not really, but, in this setting, it's not really to conserve water. In this setting, it's to conserve time. Yes. I mean, if the car doesn't have a bunch of mud and it's not mm. nasty, I mean, so. y- you could save 20 to 30 minutes per express detail by simply switching to eco one. I mean, that would, Absolutely. that would save you a lot of time. Um, so, the other thing that we say too, is if you're doing maintenance, go ahead and use hyper clean slick after every wash, it's going to keep the car protected. It speeds up your drying time, whether that's rinseless or traditional and, mm-hmm. and it's adding protection down so that the next time you go to clean the car, it's not going to be as dirty. It's not mm-hmm. going to take you as long. I used to put down sealants. If somebody joined in with our, you know, basically subscription type service, uh, they would get a sealant when we first did the car. Because it's going to make your life easier. (laughs) Exactly. It took me, what, an extra 45 minutes, an hour maybe. But I knew that the next three months, my washing was going to be so much faster. Like it just, it made sense. And then that's what we did. After every wash, we always put something back down. In this situation use hyper clean slick it's going to be street free a lot of and it's going to save you a lot of time
0: That's true yeah so that actually sped up our so we have this thing we call a mini detail um so we don't like any vehicle to leave dirty and the thing is that we don't only do detailing so if someone comes in for a windshield replacement for example when that car leaves the outside of, the inside might be dirty still but the the outside is going to leave clean And the reason is because we don't want anyone walking by, they see, oh, detailing shop. And then they see a car leaving and it's filthy on the outside. So it's just not a good look. So we said, no, 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 we want to make sure they're clean. And it also separated us from the other uh, windshield replacement guys because they didn't do detailing at all. So we can now say, oh, come to our shop and you get a free mini detail. And it's just a quick light vacuum inside. We wipe down the dash and then basically the outside, we clean the outside. We were doing it, pressure washer, dry the whole thing and everything. And what we found is that it was literally our guy would change and replace the windshield in 25 minutes, start to finish. And then our guys, though, were taking the same amount of time to clean the outside. And I was like, this is madness. You know, we got to figure something else out. So now our mini detail is done exactly that way. And so that's, that's the product we're using. So even though we have water on demand, it just ended up being faster for us to do it that way. So... If that can work for us in a shop environment, for sure it'll do the same thing outdoors as well. Especially in places where you know guys don't have to deal with the kind of weather we have to deal with, like mobile detailing here. I don't even know how they do it. Some some guys do it, but I don't know how because like right now, like it's uh, it's like minus 19. It's just not for me. So I don't know. (laughs) But some people do do it, you know, in high rises or something like that in the you know apartment complexes. But uh, but I think that's that's the trick is using the right products. You know, as Marty had mentioned, um, and so Marty, just run through that list again for people that are listening. So, top top three products you think that someone could use right now to speed up their detail by at least fifteen minutes.
1: Yeah, uh, good call. Hyperclean Eco One. Okay. Use that in a waterless or rinseless setting. Uh, always dry, whether you're traditional washing or Eco One dry with Hyperclean Slick. And then definitely if you want to put down UNO, HyperClean UNO is a one-year protectant. If anybody that you're going to put into a maintenance program, it's going to take you 30 minutes to apply HyperClean UNO. (laughs) It's quick, it's easy, and it's a one-year ceramic protection. You you put that down and then you wash it that way, you'll be in and out in 30 to 45 minutes. Easy.
0: 100%. And you know what? I got to touch on that Uno actually real quick because so we got a bottle of Uno from you and you want to know what we used it for? So, well, we got a few bottles, but one of them we set aside our headlight restorations. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we yeah. do the headlight restorations. Mm-hmm. I, I know we have a glass one too, but we use this one. No, but yeah. It was yeah. better for the plastics. And so what yeah. we did is we said, listen, we took our price. We used to do $40 per headlight. Okay. If you were getting just one done happened or $60 for the pair we bumped the price up to a hundred dollars and included the coating and we've been selling the exact same quantity but the price is almost doubled and it's just because you know how little of the bottle you have to use for yeah very (laughs) like drops (laughs) oh yeah it's it's crazy and so but for the the customer the end user they're they're over the moon they're like oh wow i even get a protective coating on top of it they're they're really happy you know and, and for us, it's like, what's the, the cost added on there? I don't know, maybe three dollars. I doubt it, but probably 30 cents, actually. That's a, that's our cost add. I think on that, you know, so little things like that that you can do doesn't increase your time, but it'll increase the money. So at least if you were to, let's say, go do a mobile job, one of the questions you should ask the guy, depending on the age of the vehicle, let's say the vehicle's five years old. Pay attention to that and say, what's the condition of your headlights right now? Do you find it hard to see at night? If he says yes, be like, listen, I can I can be there on Tuesday, no problem. Uh, but I would like to, you know, take care of your headlights, too, so that your visibility at night's a little bit better, stuff like that. And we just got this product in; it's amazing. We can coat them after it's going to you know, keep them clean, all this kind of jazz. Next thing you know, that job you were going to, you don't have to worry so much about streamlining it because you just boosted the ticket price. With, with a $0.30 cent upsell that's going to bring you an extra $100. You know, so so there's those ways of streamlining as well is that just let the inefficiencies be what they are at times but raise the ticket price, you know. And then what you'll find is that you'll get faster as you, you know, clean interiors, so on and so forth with the right rig, the right unit. Um, but but those kind of upsells can be a way of, I say, improving efficiency because you're, you're getting more money for the same time that you're spending there, you know. So it's it, it's kind of like you just bought time basically yeah so good recommendations on the product by the way yeah and uh, actually oh. slicks on my truck right now <laughs> I'm no, yeah. my guy bobby bobby loves that stuff oh my god like i can't i can't get him enough seriously <laughs> like, yeah but wow. uh, but it's awesome yeah he he loves it he he pretty much has been asking for all the black vehicles He's mm. like, uh, anything dark colored, he's like, give it to me. He's He just loves the final result of it, you know? So the same thing, my truck is black, so he, he just uh, he loves it. But the other guy that we have, Jafar, he he prefers the white vehicles. He likes brake dust removal. No clue why. But anyway, we found what they liked, and we're like, hey, fuck, lean into it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he likes when it turns purple, and then he can wipe it off. And like, anyway.
1: Yeah, he'll love <laughs> Fuego then. He'll love Fuego.
0: Yeah, you know what? Yeah, because you just launched that one, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, we just yeah, launched we, it. Yeah. We
0: actually haven't had a chance to test that one out yet. No, but yeah, he'll um, love
1: it. Absolutely yeah? love it. Okay, yeah. I'm
0: going to, we'll, we'll talk after this. I'm going to have to. Yeah, get let's do. Some of that. Let's do. Yeah, yeah, because right now, like uh, the stuff we're using, um, it was just something that was readily available because yeah. with our border shutdowns and stuff. But what I will say is that another way to, to streamline things is try and use things from similar suppliers or one supplier if possible Um, just another way to streamline things. Cause I, I know for us, like if I was to like call you and get a pallet of stuff, I can get everything I need. Like, okay, boom, boom, boom. One shipment that comes instead of having to like track down this place or that place and oh shit, this place is out of this. Now what do I do? And you know, you're spending a lot more admin time as well. So there's that side of your business that the mobile side, you could, you could really streamline things by using one product line. You could probably get rid of half of your products if you're using products that are designed to work together as well. So,
1: exactly. All yeah, right. So, man. that was
0: my, my last note on that. All right. We'll yeah. go pick up the kids. Uh, in, enjoy the rest of your strawberry hibiscus.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's rough, man. That's a, that's a rough go. I don't know that I would recommend that for people.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I highly yeah. recommend Rum on the Rocks. Um, so that's <laughs> But uh, good stuff, Marty. Always a pleasure. So, same time next week. We'll see you Tuesday. Uh, have yourself a good week. And after this, we'll talk about flavor. All right. Sounds good. Definitely. All See right. you, bro. Yeah.